0: Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you're new to this podcast, this is a podcast where I have my friends on the show, they pick an alcohol, and we shoot the shit about life. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for listening. Glad you keep coming back. So I put out a Facebook status um, a couple weeks ago, and I was looking for friends that were down to talk about body image issues. And I got an overwhelming amount of responses of people who were willing to talk about this. The reason I wanted to talk about it is, is that, well, I'm just like not really feeling myself lately. Um, I feel like I'm going through a second puberty in many ways. I'm just not feeling good about myself, how I look, uh, how I feel. And it's really starting to bum me out and get me down. So I did want to start reaching out to other people and opening up a discussion about this. Uh, I actually got a lot of responses from a lot of guys and I thought to myself that would be really interesting because I talk about this type of stuff all the time with my girlfriends but not a lot with my male friends. So this week I have my friend Jay on the show. Jay is actually an awesome local musician. He plays a show almost every Saturday at Dirty Nelly's um, with his dad and he's a super talented guy. So Jay came on the show and this turned into such a great episode. We talk a lot about music, um performing, and we then just get into it. We get into talking about food, how we both have kind of a love-hate relationship with food. Um jeez, we we talked about food a lot, but in a in a way that I think we both needed to. We both needed to kind of talk about our problems with it. And nearing about the hour mark, we start talking about body image issues. Um, Things got really real, and I love it when they get real. And he actually says it really good in the episode when I mention having him on and the fact that not a lot of people want to talk about this. He actually says he needed to talk about this. And that pretty much hits the nail on the head right then and there. Um, We are both adults going through body image issues. It doesn't go away. And... I think as long as we open up a discussion and talk about it honestly, it'll make it a little bit easier to deal with. So, I really, really, really enjoyed this episode. It was a great one. Um, felt like a really good therapy session. One thing I will say is that it is a longer episode. But, uh, you know what? It was one of those episodes where I really didn't want to cut anything. I really thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. And those make for the best episodes. The ones that you almost can't cut down because it's too good. Over on Intoxicated Reviews, we have a new episode up all about... The Defenders, and I actually just finished it on the weekend, the whole series, and I loved it, and I loved the fact that we got an episode out about it. Little bit of a backstory behind this is is that over a year ago, when I started planting the seeds about doing a podcast, it actually had nothing to do with me. I actually would hang out every Tuesday with two of my guy friends, one of them being Corey, who you know from Intoxicated Reviews, and also our friend Norm. Um, I would hang out with these two guys and just listen to them ramble and talk and talk about shows and wrestling and movies and and all the everything pop culture. And I started saying, "Do a podcast." I just loved hearing them talk about shit. I loved hearing them bounce off each other. And I wanted them to do a podcast. And now they've finally gotten together and done an episode together. So that Defenders episode with my friends Corey and Norm, great episode. And guys, I can't say it enough. There's a lot of great things happening over there. So please make sure you are subscribed. Corey is killing it. He is putting up content every week. And he's going to be getting some really cool guests on coming up. So you really don't want to miss out on that. Social media. You know how it is. Facebook and Instagram, Intoxicated Podcast. On Twitter, it's in underscore toxicated. And go check out that bitchin' website that I made, uh, www.intoxicatedpodcast.com. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening, and I really hope you enjoy this episode with Jay. All right, so we are going to start the show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm here with Jay. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you said hello right away. Yeah. Some people are so shy right away; they're just like, "What, what do I say? What do well, I say?" one thing
1: I am not is shy. So. That's
0: good. You're not a shy person. That's not. That's very true. So, um, we are here in South End of Halifax, doing some. Sort of day drinking. It's early evening yeah. drinking. You just get off work. Yeah, so. I mean, uh,
1: for me, this is, like, the night has already begun. Oh, fuck yes. it's I like it. It's seven eleven. 11 7 feels like that should be, like, make-a-wish time.
0: And Jay made me a very interesting drink. Do you want to say what you made?
1: Well, it's yeah. a, a basic black Russian, you know, uh, one part uh, Kahlua, one part vodka, but with a little bit of... Uh, what is it called? Peppermint Patty by uh,
0: Cold Stream Clear. Cold Stream
1: Clear, Yes. Exactly. So it's a uh, chocolate mint liquor. It's delicious. Distilled. I think it's based on vodka, mm-hmm. and yeah. it works very, very well with the Black Russian.
0: It is delightful. Uh, it's almost refreshing in a, a, weird, bit, in a yeah. weird way.
1: I can I can feel myself being rejuvenated. Yeah. I'm 20 years younger. Yeah. Which makes me way underage, so I shouldn't be drinking we this in the first place. Being rebels. But bring
0: yeah. it in, in for a cheers. Cheers. We always start with the cheers. Mm. And I have to note as well, we have whiskey as well. Oh, so I tend to bring the whiskey out for episodes that I know are probably going to get a little more real than other episodes. I'm willing to drink the harder alcohols for the harder subjects. (laughs) That is what whiskey
1: is for. (laughs) Making things real.
0: Yes, yes. So, and usually um, I start off with like a a friendship origin story, which is weird because I don't actually know how we met. I know that we met through...
1: Like Lindsay. Yeah, Mel. like
0: our extended kind of circle of people. Yeah,
1: that whole group there. And uh, a little bit through Halcon as well. I mean, yeah. you cosplay, I cosplay. Yes,
0: can we talk? Okay, okay, let's fucking talk about the <laughs> cosplaying. Because I love talking about this shit. Yeah,
1: I might not have that much to contribute, What, what
0: all? Well, I mean, you, you've you done some. I've
1: done some, but I, I very rarely make my own costumes. Ah, uh, okay,
0: you don't make them. Yeah, I but, mean,
1: like, you remember the Garrus costume that yes. I did a few years back. That was probably the most intensive work I've done on a cosplay, and even on that one, I only did about half of it. Right. The rest uh, there was uh, Nathan Deluca. I'm sure yep. you know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he and I uh, hung out a lot at that time, and uh, he put in a lot of work on that costume as well. And it all together, it came together very well. Um, so cool. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, a lot of my other costumes, though, like my uh, my Avatar Aang cosplay. Um, uh, what else am I thinking here? Um, there was my. Well, I guess mainly my Avatar Aang one uh, was made by my sister.
0: Oh, okay. Like
1: she, she makes a lot of my costumes, and uh, she's very good at what she does. Mm-hmm. She she went to Nascad. She does a lot of uh, textiles. Uh, maybe the, less so than she's a, uh, she does a lot of uh, pens and papers, oh. uh, mainly. Uh, she's a very gifted artist. Damn. Yeah, That's I'm, awesome. Yeah. My dad, of course, yes! he's he's, yeah. a, he's an artist and he's a musician. So both <gasps> me and my sister, we got a little bit of art, a little bit of music. I got more music. Robin got more art. I'm
0: so insanely jealous <laughs> of that. Like just like having that. T- well, because I imagine like when you grow up with it, yeah, you're exposed to it. It's inevitable. You're going to pick it up.
1: Basically. Somehow. Yeah. Uh, I, I picked up drumsticks for the first time. I mean, for my fourth birthday, my dad got me a little guitar.
0: Because
1: of course he'd been playing guitar for far longer than I'd been alive, and uh, he, I guess, thought that I would make a good guitar player. But at the time, I had no interest in it whatsoever. You're like I'm, I'm I four. I don't know what
0: to do with this thing. <laughs> there's actually,
1: <laughs> there's actually this, uh, this home video of when it was my fourth birthday party, and I remember watching it. And what happens is my dad puts the guitar in my hands, and the first thing he says he he goes, "Now, can you play?" A G chord <laughs> and I just go I wanna play rock and roll. Oh no stop I know. It, it was
0: Do you still have do you have this video?
1: Somewhere. Oh it's, my I'm god. sure they're at my parents' place. Oh somewhere. my god, that's that is precious. Yeah. I want to play rock and roll, <laughs> and you do play rock and roll. I, I now. do, but the thing is, I didn't end up picking up a guitar again mm. until basically 20 years later. Yeah, because I played. Uh, I started playing drums. I say when I was six. My dad thinks it was when I was eight. Either way, it was over 20 years ago. Yeah. So I've been playing drums most of my life, and then uh, a few years ago, uh, you know, I on and off I would pick up a guitar and learn like a little thing. Here and there. Here and there, exactly. And then one day, we were on vacation. We went to Florida. And I remember I picked up in the airport a uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog book. And uh, that book had in the back all of the sheet music from every song in that musical. Wow. And it had all the guitar chords and the chord formations. Yep. And that was the first time that I really buckled down and learned a song and... Bar chords were a huge pain in the ass at the time. Mm-hmm. That's when you have to put your uh, one finger across so it presses right. down every string at once. Bar and chords, yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. That's
1: like the beginner guitarist bane. Because yeah. all it is is like you're doing it and you're holding it there, and all the while your hand is going, Why are you doing this to me? This hurts so fucking much. Oh my God. Cursing's all right. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Cursing is like 90% of this podcast.
1: Excellent. I'll fit right in.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. So did you learn it Did you learn it from your dad? Like, did your dad teach you how to play guitar?
1: He certainly had a huge hand in the development of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, over the years, um, the, like I say, I sort of got started on that myself and I asked him for help whenever I needed help. Uh, but for the most part, it was uh, me uh, just uh, figuring out, okay, I want to learn how to play this song right. and this song and this song and then... I would work my way up from very basic ones uh, that started at the level that I was and now I'm just I can't believe the level that I've achieved oh. for having just started what feels like just a few years ago.
0: Crazy. I did not realize that you were I, I've always when I think of you, I think guitar player. That's- I don't even I don't even think
1: Drummer. That's the thing, because most of my life, my identity (laughs) has been the drummer guy. Like, I remember somebody that I went to high school with once told me that she used to have a crush on me when we were in younger grades. And a bunch of the girls in her grade, uh, a grade below mine, all just thought of me as this mysterious drummer. Like, they didn't know anything about me, but I guess...
0: That's the drummer, like... Thing
1: yeah. I feel like with most
0: bands, it's like... Well, that's because nobody fucking the cares. They're the quiet
1: ones. <laughs> nobody fucking cares about the drummer.
0: Which is funny, because they're not the quiet ones. They probably make the most amount of noise. Uh. Like, I don't know, well, maybe not. <laughs> well, I mean, but, in
1: terms of uh, volume for the music, for yeah. For the music, yeah. Talking, maybe less. But they're uh,
0: always the ones, like, it always feels like with famous bands, like, the drummers don't talk as much in interviews, mm-hmm. and like, you don't know. It's, it's true. It, it's like a mysterious persona of like, I don't really know much about this guy. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I remember I saw a College Humor video about bassists looking too bored while they're on stage.
0: Yeah. And it was
1: this just big meeting of bassists. And one of the bassists just stands up and is just like, uh, is it okay if we uh, talk to the drummer during the set and ask him what he's doing while the guitarist and the vocalist are off having sex with groupies? <laughs>
0: Oh my god, that's so funny yeah. I actually hilarious.
1: I have a story about the difference between being a drummer Please in a band and being the lead vocalist It's like I say, yeah. over 20 years I've been playing drums and I played in so many bands yeah. like I started off with just like a garage band in junior high school We went into high school from there and then I just hopped from band to band to band and now I'm playing with my dad Yes. Yeah. He and I, Dirty yeah. Nellies, Ellie's, four to seven every four to Saturday. S- every
0: Saturday. I've, I was going to say, <laughs> we're going to plug the shit out of that.
1: Maybe not every Saturday, actually, for the next <laughs> couple months. For the next couple of months, it's going to be more like every other Saturday. Cause
0: Some <laughs> random podcast listener is going to show up and be like, I'm here to see Jay. Where's Jay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. But no, you, and you also sing, you should say, as well. Yes, too. Yes, yes, Very good singer, um, singer.
1: For that, uh, uh, my dad plays guitar. I play drums. Both of us sing. It's mm-hmm. just the two of us, so. Yeah. It's uh, great because our harmonies work really well because obviously my voice is literally based on his voice. That's so true. (laughs) That's so true. It works for what it is. I never
0: really thought of it that way. It it works. That's why family
1: bands are like the epitome. Yeah. It's in my mind. It's like
0: you see Joel Plaskett playing shows with his dad all the time. And they have
1: recorded a whole album together. I've seen them play live before. (sighs) It's fantastic. Just a great show. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, so, like I said, Yeah, the I, differences, yeah. I've been playing drums for 20 years. I've been in a lot of bands. And, of course, you know, occasionally somebody will shout something. I'm like, I want to have the drummer's babies! <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually got shouted at me at a show. Did dance. it? Yeah, it was at uh, the Oasis, I think.
0: Did you kind of look and like see if she was cute?
1: Oh, she was.
0: Uh, and yeah. uh, she,
1: After the show, though, she didn't come up and talk to me. Of course
0: not. It's yeah, all. Of course not,
1: because it was just her shouting something because she was <sighs> drunk as a skunk. Amateur. Like, exactly. Amateur. Who came up and talked to me after the show, and after many of my shows, were the guys. Guys uh... come up and talk to the drummer because they're like, man, you were awesome. You like, it up. I've never seen someone rock that hard before. And just, like, they want to know everything about my kid. They want to know, like, how are the, I got to my level, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then uh, I had a brief stint as lead vocalist for a metal band called Cryus. Okay. And so much fun. I miss that band a lot because, like, I, I had this, i like, perfected this sort of, like, screeching scream, like, Ooh. really high. Can you, and,
0: you do it now? Uh,
1: definitely not. I'll wake the neighbors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and probably like my mics would just oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah
1: yeah i really have to like to just shriek uh, and the thing is years and years of playing drums and i like i would talk to people after the show sometimes girls would come and talk to me after the show but i would never like do anything like nothing would ever happen right first show i played with cryus i took someone home
0: no way it it was the, it, right and away. it was you were the lead singer
1: that was the lead singer First show we played out of only okay. two.
0: Now I have a couple of questions about yeah, this. Sure. How did this happen? So was this a situation where like, okay, I've, I love live music. I love concerts and I do tend to go for the lead singers. Admittedly, mm-hmm. admittedly, admittedly. Yeah. Was it a situation where, like, you know where you hear in, like, music, seeing music videos and stuff, like, you lock eyes in the crowd? Like, was it something like that? Or was it, like, she just came up to you after the show?
1: She came up to me after the show. A lot of the times uh when you're on stage, the lights are pointed all at you. So None you don't of the really... Lights- None of the lights are pointed at the audience. Yeah, so.
0: you don't really. You kind of just see a, a sea of black.
1: Exactly. Like that, you don't uh, see shapes, yeah, yeah, shapes. Yeah, shapes yeah. You can make out a uh, a head here, uh, an arm there, and of course, at a metal show, you have to contend with the mosh pit. That's right in front mm-hmm. of you. Usually,
0: terrifying. Exactly. Absolutely terrifying.
1: Occasionally, if you're feeling up to it, you can jump right in there. Uh, as long as your cord, uh, your mic doesn't have a cord. Yeah. Because then you're just asking for trouble.
0: Oh God. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, I I really to this day I can't even really remember how that happened just i ended up uh having a couple drinks with this girl and then we walked back to my apartment and isn't, isn't, is the, 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 it is is what it is the rest isn't really wow. something i'm going to share with you
0: so moral of the story is if you're in a band and want to get laid
1: if you're in the band to get laid mm. be the lead vocalist
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the correct wording
1: and if you want to talk to dudes be the drummer <laughs>
0: It could be like if you're in a serious relationship, or <laughs> like if you have the choice. I mean, you play a lot of shows. Like, I mean, you play typically weekly.
1: Yeah, uh, usually a week, every week.
0: Do you ever get bored of singing certain songs?
1: Uh, certain songs, sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Have you ever been to? Yes, um, my dad's I have. Been yeah, 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 yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm because sure you, you do f- cover songs. Oh, we do exclusively cover yeah. songs. We do have uh, a couple of. Uh, songs that dad wrote and i've also got some that i've written but we never perform those right. uh, at the bar because that's not what people go there for yeah
0: they yeah that's
1: something that my dad was very careful to drill into my head people go to bars like that and uh, see bands like us to mm-hmm. hear songs that they know
0: familiar they exactly. can sing along
1: if they can make requests, they're happy. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're a request band, and it works very well for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to, uh, you've been to our show. I'm sure you've heard me do Business Time. Yes! <laughs> that song. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, business Time by Flight of the Concords. I remember, I think it was in the first year that me and Dad were playing together. And by the way, this previous show that we did uh, just yesterday marked our 10-year anniversary of playing together. What? 10 years? Yeah, the reason we know is because it was uh, our friend, or my dad's friend, uh, Bill Martin. Mm -hmm. uh, It was his 60th birthday uh, yesterday, or I guess it was today, but he was celebrating it yesterday. And our first real gig together was at his 50th birthday
0: party. Are you kidding me? So you've been doing it for 10 years? Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, not not all at the same bar, but it was a very different show back then. But I singing. I don't think. When we started, I don't think I even played uh, drums while I was doing harmonies with them. I was there exclusively to do harmonies. I didn't even think that I could play drums and sing at the same time at right. that point. And Crazy. now, like, Jesus. I how mean, how you
0: know. did it start? Like, did you guys. Were you guys just singing together one night? And you're just like, we should do this. Well, I'm, I mean. At pubs? And, I mean, because you've a musical family.
1: Very musical, yeah. So
0: it's always been around you. Yeah. But. W- I guess what made it, like, we're going to actually pursue this seriously and, like, do gigs and commit to gigs? Well,
1: here's how that went down. Uh, basically, like you say, I come from a very musical family. Predominantly, uh, I was listening to my dad uh, while I was growing up practice songs because he's been playing in bars for longer yeah. than I've been alive. Right. Like, he's, he's gone out and done solo shows. He, uh, he's played shows with uh, friends of his, including my godfather, John Chesson. Uh, who is actually a very accomplished musician himself? He plays. Yeah. Ba- he's played bass for the Rankin family and uh, oh, crazy. all these different bands. And uh, of course, my dad practiced his music a lot when he wasn't drawing his cartoons. And uh, me, I would be upstairs or in my bedroom or wherever, uh, trying to block it out, trying not to listen because yeah. I, I didn't like any of the songs. <laughs> They just weren't uh, heavy enough for me.
0: <laughs> you like, uh, I want some metal. <laughs>
1: exactly. I was, I was a huge metalhead from way back. Uh, but of course, you can't block everything out. No. And a lot of these things, like I heard them often enough that I would just start like making my own little harmonies to them. Oh. And occasionally my dad would hear me doing that. And then at a certain point, uh, it was after high school, um, before college, I believe. Uh, I was still living with my parents and I didn't have a job. And basically just a total asshole waste case. Uh, I didn't smoke or uh, I barely drank, I think, at the time. Uh, But basically I was just – I was wasting my time. And at one point my dad, uh, knowing that I needed some money coming in, uh, he was just like, hey, so I've got a a show coming up pretty soon and I could use someone doing uh, backup vocals for me. Do you (gasps) you want to get in on that? And I was like, no, no, I, I don't want to do that. I've got something going that weekend. And then uh, he would ask me occasionally, every now and again. And then eventually, I, I acquiesced. I mm-hmm. uh, just said, "Okay, fine. I'll, I'll Some extra one bucks. of these shows. Exactly. I think uh, our first one was probably at uh, the Celtic Corner. No, Dar- mm. no, that's I'm totally thinking of the wrong place. Ah, uh, what was that place called? Nina's.
0: Uh, okay,
1: Nina's. It was a place in Farnham Gate. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think our first show that we played was there, perhaps besides uh, uh, Billy's uh, 50th. And, uh, yeah, it was just me standing in front of the mic, him playing his guitar, and I would just throw in some of these harmonies that I had been developing over my whole life. That's so cool. And then we kept on, uh, like, after that, uh, for me, that, like, that was easy money.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: like, for me, it was just, like, I'm doing the the same thing I was doing when I was uh, trying to ignore Dad. Yeah. But now I'm getting paid for That's it.
0: That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
1: so we kept on doing some of those shows. And it took me a while to realize, oh, hey, this actually works a lot better if I've got a drum kit in front of me. Because, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't feel so awkward. Because mm-hmm. when I'm just standing in front of Mike, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> at all. I imagine me doing lead vocals for the metal band was hilarious. Because I was just there, like, afraid to look at the audience <laughs> directly. But still doing these, like... Like, horrible, shrieking sounds. And
0: you were just singing, right? Like, you didn't... Yeah, yeah.
1: For that band, I was only a vocalist.
0: You're probably, like, dancing around, jumping around. (laughs) Like, I would just... If I were you, I would just walk around a lot.
1: Yeah, I I did a bit of walking. I did a bit of pacing. Uh, uh, During the second show that we did, I I hopped off the stage and would, like, actually interact with the audience. I had a little fun on that second one, because... Uh, part way through the song, or part way through the set, I should say, uh, I knew it would be our last show. Aww. Because the problem, w- I quit the metal band because uh, during the second show, halfway through our first or second song, I developed a migraine. Shit. And it didn't go away until half an hour after we were done. So.
0: it Was, was it all the screaming? Yes, it actually was. It was just silly.
1: I loved doing the screaming, but it was just. That's fucking crazy. Havoc on my head.
0: Holy fuck!
1: It was basically. It felt like I burst blood vessels, and for all I know, I did.
0: Jesus, I wonder how um, big metal singers deal with that. That's must. They, that. There must be a way for them to be they're able to do that to be, regularly.
1: And there's supposed to be like vocal exercises and breathing exercises you can do to make it easier and make mm. it so that it doesn't affect you as much. Uh, I had a DVD on that a while ago, but Shit. anyway, I've gone way off track so, from the original like question. Literally,
0: your head exploded.
1: <laughs> yeah, it felt seeing... like it anyway. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, me and Dad uh, uh, working on our original sets, like getting that going. Uh, eventually, we ended up uh, uh, after uh, Nina's got shut down, and uh, Dad uh, eventually got a deal. Uh, with uh, this place called the Elephant and Castle. Yeah, which I yep. don't know if you remember. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: totally do. It
1: was a place down on Granville, and uh, he happened to know the owner of the place, Peter Bayless, and also Bill Martin, who mm-hmm. was the carpenter oh. who worked on the interior. Because before that, it was a place called Merrill's, or I think it was Merrill's. So, and, yeah. yeah, it was a it was another bar before that, and before that it was a bank,
0: right? So it was this nice. big,
1: huge interior in this place, and
0: it's really cool. It's really like kind of like it's old looking,
1: kind of mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, it was almost regal.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the perfect word for it, regal.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, 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 and
1: uh, yeah, it was because of uh, Bill Martin that we ended up getting that first show, and it ended up becoming a, a weekly gig. We started, mm. um, I think. Uh, Uh, That would have been uh, 2008 or nine ish Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. A little uh, under 10 years ago because it would have been after Billy's party. Right. And yeah, we played at uh, the Elephant and Castle, I think, about uh, three, three and a half years, somewhere in that vein. And then the Elephant and Castle got shut down, unfortunately. We found out while we were in Germany. Uh, Because Dad Uh brought me to Germany because he does these painting seminars. I mean, he goes to these... uh, Painting things uh, with Sebastian Kruger, this amazing painter. Oh, wow. Yeah. In Germany. Yeah, in Germany. And uh, he brought me with him because uh, he wanted to sort of show off our act. And we actually ended up playing three shows at bars in Germany.
0: No way. That's so funny. I call cool. it my
1: uh, European tour.
0: Oh, my God. That's so cool. <laughs>
1: and one morning we woke up and dad checks his email and he goes, uh, oh, shit. the elephant just- and castle got shut down. <sighs> and shit. then... That same day, I think we got five offers from different bars. Really? Yeah, looking to pick us up as an act,
0: as like a regular.
1: Yeah, and uh, like for the last ten years, I haven't been able to go out drinking on a Friday because I have my show on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we ended up, of course, getting picked up by Dirty Nellies. We mm-hmm. we tried out a few different places, like um, uh, uh, the uh, Heart and Thistle. I don't yeah. know if you remember. Yeah, we, Heart and Thistle. We tried that place out. We played there a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we checked out also the Carlton mm-hmm. and uh, a couple other places. But we ended up settling on Dirty Nellies. And uh thing about Nellies, it was like it was sort of the same atmosphere or similar atmosphere to the Elephant and Castle, but it, lower ceilings so the mm-hmm. sound doesn't bounce around as much. Mm-hmm. And it's actually just a bigger bar. It is. And uh, you can fit more people in there. It really, really suits our vibe.
0: Oh, 100%. Uh,
1: yeah, so 100%. It, really Dirty Nellies, I feel like, is our home now? It is, and uh, yeah. of course, every time oh. we go in, uh, to Joe, uh, the owner of the place, uh, uh, he says it J- to everyone, but it always feels like it means that when uh, he says it does. He's like, "Hey, boys, welcome home." Aww, <laughs> so that, it's that's so nice.
0: east Coast-y. It very much is. It, it's very yeah. warm, east coast. I mean. If you're listening to this and you're not from Halifax and you happen to visit, go to during Nellie's.
1: Absolutely. And go
0: on a Saturday, have a, have a beer, and hear Jay sing.
1: Do try. And don't request uh, Sweet Caroline because I hate I, that song. My
0: qu- next... It's so funny. My next question was going to be... What's like your least favorite song to play? Like obviously you you do it because it's what the people want, and that's your musician. Yeah. you got to do it, and that's and what's yeah. The pain. When you play in
1: a request band, you play the requests. I <laughs> Sweet mean, Caroline's the worst one. I, mean, I was that's thinking- just my least favorite one because it's. For me, it's just, uh, I don't know. (laughs) Well, what about Wagon Wheel? Wagon Wheel is what it is. (laughs) Wagon Wheel is what it is. And uh, we learned Wagon Wheel after it got requested a bunch of times. And we were just, we had to say a bunch of times, oh, sorry, we don't know that one. (laughs) And then uh, we did end up learning it. And we uh, learned sort of a a combination of a few different versions of it. So, like, we've got the uh, the original um, uh, Old Crow Medicine Show version. And then um, we mix in a little bit of uh, sort of a local guy, uh, Matt something. Matt uh, is, is. I think I know one? Anderson. Yeah, I think Matt Anderson. Matt Anderson. I'm pretty sure that's the guy yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. Uh, I wish I could remember exactly. Mm. It's been so long since I uh, since I listened to that track. Uh, but we ended up taking a little bit of that and putting it in there. So uh, you our, made it your own. Yeah, exactly. We sort of have our own take on Wagon Wheel, which that's is what good. makes it okay for me. Yes. Whereas Sweet Caroline. <laughs> Sweet Caroline is Sweet Caroline. <laughs>
0: oh my God! <laughs> you, you can't
1: really play it any other way than how it's written because it's it's not just a song. It's uh, it's sort of a, a group experience. Cause yep, sure is. As soon as Sweet Caroline, as soon as you hit a,
0: everyone starts singing.
1: Yeah, everybody gets up and they they have this all choreography, touching hands. Oh God. And it's me, Caroline, and then you cut, so everybody goes,
0: ba ba (laughs) ba. Thank
1: you, Dad. I heard that.
0: (laughs) His girlfriend just started
1: singing from the other room, and he goes, "Good times never felt so good, so good, so good, so good." good. (laughs) Fuck you. I hate those. I hate that. I mean, like it it is what it is. Like I said, it is
0: what it is. You do it. You play it. And you rock it, and you just get through it, (laughs) which is why I imagine, in some ways. You're not only just a singer and a musician, you're almost like an actor, because you have to kind of act like you're into it when you might not be enjoying it as much as pe- what people think. You're not wrong. Yeah. And uh, in It's fact- stage presence. It's exactly. part of the whole thing. I mean, people who, anyone who tours all the time, yeah. they probably experience that.
1: I mean, it's not so much acting when um, when I'm just playing music so much as it is performing. Performing.
0: That's the like, better word. Acting yeah. is
1: one thing, Yeah. but when you're performing, you really need to put everything you have into it yeah, or yeah. it's not worth doing it in the first place. That's been my philosophy for a long time anyway. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of that, unfortunately, or in some cases fortunately, does depend on the audience. Yeah. Because if you're playing music and the audience is into it, then like as much energy as they're giving you, you can feed it all you right can back feed to them. Back. That's and then so true. sometimes you'll be playing a show and you feel pretty good, but if the audience isn't responding, that just can just that. suck the life I right out of I fucking
0: hate that. being at concerts when they when you're like standing in the crowd and I call them the concert zombies, like the people who are just mm-hmm. literally standing there. They're not smiling, they're not singing, they're not dancing, they're not bobbing their heads. I hate that. I'm just like get into it. You're and if you're not into it, why are you at the front? I mean, Go to the back. <laughs> that's just my that's just my opinion on it. I have so many opinions about like concert etiquette. Yeah.
1: I could go on for days. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, I've been that person. Just, oh, like, have you? <laughs> if, if you're in a, a mood and you just yeah. want to hear some music and relax and yeah. uh, you want to get into it. And maybe it's a favorite band of yours, but you still don't quite feel like you're in the right headspace. I get doing that. What I hate is when... Everybody Everyone. is like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that, that does happen. And one of the paradoxes I've found on playing live music is that sometimes I will go and I'll play what I feel like is one of my best performances, like a three hours straight of nothing but solid gold. And there will be very little applause (sighs) and people afterwards, you know, they'll talk to you and uh, they'll give you the the customary compliments and all that. But uh, you don't really feel like they mean it. And then there's other times when you go and you feel terrible right from the beginning.
0: Right. And it's just
1: like, oh, my God, I missed so many notes and my voice sounded so crappy and I couldn't get the drums or the guitar or anything right to save my life. And that's the show that when love. everybody's going fucking ape shit. And afterwards they can't <laughs> stop raving to you about that was I think your best show yet. I can't <laughs> believe how awesome you were. And I'm just there like, are how drunk are you? Like who were you listening to? Yeah,
0: really though? Oh, that fucking sucks. I mean, yeah. It's like, why (laughs) couldn't someone appreciate it when I, when I appreciated it? Exactly. Like, when I know that I did. Exactly. It's kind of like when you do, I find, I find this on social media, like, you'll do a status like, like I do a lot of like kind of jokey statuses, Yeah. yeah. And i like so sometimes I'll workshop them and be like, ah, oh, I wonder if this is like funny. And you'll get like no likes. And then like you'll post something totally random, totally stupid, and it's like fifty likes.
1: I know. It's, 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 it's very, the same idea. It's, it's just like, random. what the fuck? People are very odd. People in, are in in so my fucking odd. Yeah, they are. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of odd, I don't know how this transitions. <laughs> But I put a, you know, I put a status up. I, I often do this to try to think of different topics for the show and see what people are willing to talk about. And one thing is is body image because mm. I've been struggling with it recently. Mm. So I'm 30,
1: right.
0: but I feel like I'm
1: going through puberty number two at this age. You know, people have been talking about second puberty. Yeah, I've found. Yep. I watched a video on it. Uh, oh, recently. there's a video on it? Uh, it, sure. was, it was, a, it was a, a cute little cartoon. I think it was uh, college humor. I oh, okay. What? Yeah, so, you know, it's cute, it's funny, and it uh, talks about, like, you're going to notice that uh, your body's going through some changes again. <laughs> you may yeah. notice that you're growing hair in <laughs> new places and maybe not growing hair in other places. <laughs> Stuff like True.
0: that. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Yeah, that's that's what what it
1: is. That's what it is exactly. And uh, I'm uh, I'm turning 29 actually, Mm. and and, uh, next month, and uh, that I'm sort of dreading if if I haven't already gone through second puberty or if I'm not going through it right now, kind of dreading that. Yeah. Because for me, like uh, I don't know, I've I've never had a a very healthy uh, view of my own body. Me neither. I don't think anybody does. Yeah. I mean, that's... except for like the really healthy people who actually take it seriously. And, yeah. Like, fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... And it cheers you even though your <laughs> glass is empty because it's Making so true. Making the rest of us look like lazy assholes. Know, like, right? fuck you. But
0: I mean, it takes so much time and energy and money.
1: Yeah. The money.
0: It's the money thing. That's the problem.
1: Eating healthy Holy is not fuck. cheap.
0: Oh my god, no.
1: But even if it was, like, honestly, eating is probably my mm. my worst challenge.
0: Oh my god, me too. So you go get another drink. See, this is how
1: I drink whiskey.
0: Fuck yes. Okay. So we have the whiskey now. So... Jay officially because ah. we're getting into the hard topics now. Yes,
1: yeah, so. But back
0: to the, the food thing.
1: Hard liquor is gonna have to be thing. So when it comes to food, I think I'm probably like when it comes to food issues on another level than most people you know.
0: Dude, I, I feel like we're on the same level. We're not. Trust I don't me. okay. Look, so.
1: I am the pickiest person you may have ever met, and that includes every <laughs> toddler you've ever met. <laughs> really? I am terrible. I am I the worst. I
0: like, feel like we've talked about this before. Cat, am I the worst? she
1: said yes so so you're so you're always picky like even as a kid you know uh, my parents describe it as up to a certain age i would eat anything yeah and then one day i decided no yeah
0: (laughs) i'm out i i I wouldn't eat
1: anything that i hadn't seen in the last 24 hours and uh it, it it affected me and um uh, what happened is, basically, uh, I have very limited range of foods that I will eat, including one vegetable and one fruit. Okay. And like, from each of those categories, I only eat one thing.
0: Okay, so vegetable. What would be your vegetable? Broccoli. You like broccoli.
1: I do. Well, I don't That's like it. That's a good one for you. I don't like it, but I can eat, eat it. Eat it. And then, uh, when it comes to fruits, the only fruit that I've ever found that I could handle the texture of was uh, oranges. Yep. And uh, that's that's probably uh, mostly in uh, thanks to the fact that I really like the flavor of oranges. So Same. I just get past the texture for yep. that sake. Yeah. Uh, but I also like there's so many other things that I don't eat. The, the list of foods that I do eat is much shorter than the lists of foods that I will not eat.
0: Will not. And, and when you say will not, when I, uh, is it more of a situation of like you get sick when you eat it or is it? It, Cause I know with me, I just there's certain things that I'm just like I don't want it, I don't like it. Even if I'm starving, I will not eat it.
1: See, that's how I feel about a lot of foods. Cause like Same. I. I- I've sort of been trying to make a, a, an effort in recent years to expand my diet, especially since I've been trying to uh, lead a healthier lifestyle than I have in past. Most yeah. of my uh, efforts so far have been in the form of exercise. Like I've yeah. gotten really into running. I've gotten really into uh, doing uh, workouts when I'm at home. Uh, I yeah. bike everywhere. Good. I uh, do yeah. I do all that stuff. And I feel like that's most of what keeps me uh, fit. Yes. My diet has nothing to do with it. Right. Because even when I try to eat foods that I know I don't like now and someone is just like, just try a little bit of it, just try just like yeah. one bite and then I'll never ask you again. Just even looking at something like that, I feel this just like all encompassing revulsion. I
0: get it. I totally fucking get it. It's just
1: absolute like... There have been times when even just like washing dishes that have foods that I don't like, like on them. Like if I let some of it touch me. Yeah. Like if it touches my hands, I feel sick to my stomach, nauseous. Really? It's, it's, it's actually Crazy. to the point. I've, I learned a, a year or two ago about an eating disorder. Okay. That involves, I can't remember what it's called, but it basically it's a selective Eating. Like okay. You yep. only eat a very select few foods, and outside of that, you don't even view anything else as edible. Really? And when I read about that, it spoke to me so Shit. hard. Yeah, that sounds like I, it would be. I haven't talked to anybody to see if I actually fit the profile for that, but I would not be surprised at all if I do.
0: hmm I could probably see that. And it's probably like and two, it's like even if you tried something that you don't normally eat, and you like, like you said, you can manage it.
1: Yeah.
0: Incorporating foods like that into your daily life mm. is fucking hard. And a lot of times, it's, it's on my end. It's too much effort for me. Too much effort. I fucking hate lettuce. I get that lettuce is important, like it's good for you. T- People eat salads all the fucking time. And, shit. and I just don't. I don't like want to make a salad. It's
1: like 800% water or whatever.
0: Yeah. I'll just drink water.
1: Exactly. I drink so much water.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. That's a really healthy
1: thing. Yeah. I've drink actually, a lot of water. That's one thing that I have done in an effort to be more healthy. For so long, I would not drink water. I, mm. I just, I, I wouldn't do it because I hated it. Yeah. It's like, kind of boring. <laughs> exactly. Like, for me, I was like, it has no taste and yet I hate the taste of it. <laughs> really? And then I started I started playing music with my dad every weekend, yeah. and it was like, okay, no, water's on the menu now. Yes. Water needs to be on the menu now
0: yeah. all the
1: time. And recently, uh, I've been sort of upping the ante on that, because I know, I'm pretty sure that that eight glasses a day thing is a myth. Mm, but it seems like a lot, right? Eight glasses, who drinks eight fucking glasses of water a day? I don't, I think... And how are they not peeing always?
0: <laughs> right? But... <laughs> I mean, like, and two, it's like depending on your lifestyle. I mean, I don't know. I guess you can have a water bottle with you at all times,
1: yeah. and blah, and blah, blah. Doesn't. I mean, everybody's got a yeah, fucking water bottle.
0: But it's just when I think about like my my days that I'm feeling like shit. Like, remember feeling like headachey or just off? Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. It's probably because I didn't drink water. Dehydrated.
1: Yeah. It it happens to everybody uh, once in a while.
0: It's just like, it seems like such a simple fucking thing
1: (laughs) to do. Something I've been trying to uh, work on lately is having a glass of water as soon as I get up every day. Yeah. I I will just, before I go to bed, I'll pour one, put it on the dresser. Yeah. I wake up, I drink it, and then do whatever. I I do
0: the same fucking thing.
1: And I I always have,
0: I always have water by the bed. And I, I'm not someone who wakes up a lot during the night. Like I know a lot of people, I, I, I do wake up d- during the night, yeah. but I won't, like, I don't get up to pee or like, I don't actually get out of bed. Yeah. But when I wake up in the morning, the water's there and I'm
1: just like, yeah. chug, 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 chug. <laughs> and I think it helps. It does. Yeah. And especially I have... uh, lately, I, like I say, I've been doing a lot of home workouts and I've been focusing mm-hmm. really hard on push oh, right? yeah. because like, it's basically the ultimate exercise. Yeah. As I've learned. And uh, for a long time, I had trouble building muscle in my chest. That has been actually uh, a source of anxiety for me in mm. regards to my body. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, for a while there, I, I hated push-ups. Like I, I used to do them when I was in karate for 10 years. Like you would do like 20, 25 push-ups in a row just as a warm-up. Mm-hmm. And, but that was as far as it went. Right. And then for years, I was out of karate and just like it felt like my chest sort of sunk. Uh, and but then I decided okay you know what I'm buckling down I'm gonna actually figure out how to do this I'm gonna get really good at it I started doing that I started off at four sets of 20 push-ups and then over the next couple of months I actually ended up getting it up to nine sets of 30 push-ups so
0: a set what's a set
1: a set is just a like if you're doing a set of 20 you just do 20 all in a row without stopping
0: so you were so you were doing four sets of
1: ninety? Uh, no, I was doing four sets of twenty. 20. Okay. So that that added up to eighty. I was going to say four uh, sets was, of ninety. Holy shit! Yeah, no, shit. Jesus Christ! You who do be, you think I am? You would be the Hulk. <laughs> like, you, look at who you're looking. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do four sets of ninety. But four now sets of, even. But even just even to me, the idea of doing twenty. And for me, push-ups. doing twenty push-ups at first was daunting. Yeah. That I could do the first set, no problem. And then when the second set came, by the time I got to 10, I was just like, oh my God, please kill me. <laughs> uh, but yeah. like I say, now uh, now I got up to uh, nine sets of 30. So that's uh, 270. That's a on. Yeah, but then uh, I went on vacation for a week and of course I didn't exercise during that whole time. Not. So yeah. then I uh, had to, when I got back, I stepped it back down to seven sets of 30. Now I'm back up to eight.
0: So, in between sets, do you take a break?
1: Uh, In between sets, I do either a set of leg lifts or bicycle crunches. Ah, okay. So, it's uh, mainly I'm focusing my core. Right. And it it has really helped. Like, before that, Mm -hmm. uh, especially during the winter, I let myself slide a lot because I'm not biking anywhere during the winter. I don't go running during the winter. And because it's so cold and shitty and Halifax winters- Yeah, they're terrible. They're terrible. Uh, So uh, I I don't feel motivated to work out during that, even just inside on my own. Uh, So, uh, of course, uh, this uh, spring after winter, I had, you know, put on a little bit of weight. I wasn't wasn't feeling very good at all about how I looked. Mm
0: -hmm. So that
1: was when I decided, okay, we're doing push-ups now. We're going to just do push-ups. We're going to do push-ups five days out of seven days a week. And we're just going to keep doing that until we see results yeah and i've seen results did it
0: take you a while to see uh,
1: you, you know uh, yeah. certain results were quicker than others because like yeah. uh trimming down took longer but immediately i started to see more bulk in my chest and even like now i almost feel like compared to before i, I feel like terry fucking Cruz. yeah so like, i can i can even do sort of like the little booby bounce thing that he
0: does. <laughs> no maybe. way no oh you can yeah. Yes, you can. A little bit. That's that's amazing. <laughs> wow.
1: A little bit. No, I mean, not as, as spectacular as when Terry does it. Oh my god. Terry Cruz is sort of a hero of mine. He
0: is. I forgot my bell. I have a bell.
1: You have a bell.
0: The bell is for. Oh Jesus, you do have a bell. Yeah, it's a real real life one. <laughs> it's a bell for when something's. It's like a yes bell.
1: <laughs> that's kind of what it is.
0: But to the home workout thing. Yeah. Here's my thing with that. How the fuck do you get motivated? Because I've been the girl to buy a yoga mat and be mm. like, I'm going to do yoga every day. Never happened. It yeah. never like I, I, adult life, especially in your late 20s, like into your 30s, fucking busy. Yep. So how the heck did you, how do you find a way to like make sure you do that every day? Because I think that that's a problem a lot of people have absolutely. is that they can't incorporate that into their normal life, yeah, their absolutely. everyday life. No, and- definitely,
1: totally. Um, and for me, that also was a problem for a long time. And you know, over the years, I've developed a few tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like at first, uh, when I first really got into working out, uh, what it was was I uh, had well, I had my Xbox 360 and a Kinect, and there was a game out at the time, UFC Trainer. And so, what you did is you set up your connect, and you just get in front of that, and it takes you through the workout, and you get points as you go, and you keep uh, on doing that. And like every push up you do, you get thirty points, and you keep on going, and then it just tells you what to do, when to do it. It right. tells you to warm up, it tells you how to stretch, yeah, and it basically does everything for you except for the work. Mm. And so, for me, making it a game helped but then of course I moved around a few times it was harder to set up the connect somewhere that uh was convenient to get to you're in my living room right now you can see i've got the connect over there yeah. there's no space here yeah
0: but you could move you could move the coffee table we there. we could
1: but we haven't it, it, like right. even just like i say we cleaned up a lot in here today <laughs> there's so much more walking room than yeah. there was just 3 hours ago
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh, after that, of course, I, I went through a phase of, I didn't work out for a while and then I felt mm-hmm. bad about myself. So I decided, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get an exercise bike. Uh-huh. So I got an exercise bike and my thing was, okay, I'm just going to sit on the exercise bike. Whenever I'm watching TV or playing video games, I'll just be on the bike pedaling. Yep. And that worked for a little while. And yep. then eventually I just started watching TV and playing video games without pedaling, And then eventually it just ended up being a uh, another thing that I can put books on. And That's stuff like the that. thing.
0: It's so freaking hard to keep with something. That's it.
1: And now what I found has been working for me lately is I'm not using – I'm not doing my workout – with a connect or an exercise bike or anything mm-hmm. besides my own body. Oh, okay. And I do it when I wake up. I, I, I schedule right. an extra hour than, uh, earlier than I would normally wake up. And I say, okay, during this time, the workout happens. Uh, and even if I don't feel motivated to do it, it doesn't matter because it's happening.
0: Right. And
1: there have been days when, of course, I'm, I'm in bed and I hear my alarm go off. And the first thing I think is, fuck, I'm... this isn't a rest day. Yeah. I need to do push-ups now.
0: Yeah. and
1: I, You know, I'll stay in bed watching YouTube for an extra 20 minutes or whatever, half an hour the hours sometimes, depending on what I have to do that day. Uh, but so far, I've been pretty good about keeping myself true to that schedule, and it has helped a lot. And mm-hmm. I think as long as it continues to pay off and I continue to not feel terrible about the way I look mm-hmm. then uh, at least on a conscious level I will understand this is why this is happening yeah keep doing this you'll keep feeling like this that's, that's very true. very true and even uh, like once I uh, the, the good thing about the workouts that I'm doing and doing them so early in the morning is even after I've done it like I just stretch out a little bit and then for the rest of the day it's like I didn't work out at all
0: right I, I don't
1: feel tired I don't feel anything because if you do it early in the morning, you've already got all the energy you're going to have for the rest of the day.
0: That's true. So if you do it early in the day,
1: then you've got that energy and then you can use whatever energy you have left to do whatever you need to for the rest of the day. And you'll find the energy to do that. If you leave the workout till the end of the day, then there's going to be those days where you have just a shit day at work Mm -hmm. or maybe you had to move a lot of heavy shit or maybe you had to walk really far. Yeah. You're going to get home and you're going to be like, you know what? I could do my workout, but instead I'm going to crack a beer and smoke a bowl and I'm not going to think about anything or worry about the consequences. And that's
0: usually what happens with me.
1: Yeah. And I I usually
0: do my, cause I run as well. Yeah. I fucking love running.
1: Yeah. Running is great. Running cuts so many, many calories.
0: And it's like the endorphins. For me, it's the endorphins. endorphins Like for me, it's never really been about, I mean, it's becoming more about it now, but it never really was about weight.
1: Yeah, it not, was not about much
0: It was about feeling. Like I didn't feel hmm. good. And a lot of that has to do with eating as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, I, that's I just probably eat, why I'm so shitty.
0: But I'm the same way as you like I, I I would say that I'm less picky than I used to be, but I just like oh. food that like
1: twelve year olds eat. <laughs> yeah. Twelve year olds live the life. They do. Like
0: And that's my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's chicken nuggets, fries, oh, yes. pizza pops. Yeah, yeah pizza pops, like those
1: little uh, the pizza things that are like the The size- pizza bites? Pizza bites, They're exactly. Amazing. Oh my god, Cat introduced me to those. And I hate her for it. I Ugh. hate her.
0: They're so good. <laughs> and and for me cooking is like it, it, it's a social thing in a way. Hmm. Like I like doing it for other people. If that makes sense. No, if no, I have friends fair. to entertain, or if I have a boyfriend, like, I would love cooking a meal. Sure. But doing it just, I make a killer fucking breakfast, though, yeah. I will say. Like, that's one, one thing that I treat myself to, even just living alone. I'm like, I got my hash browns, my bacon, <laughs> and, like, I do it all.
1: I make mean I pancakes. Pancakes, off. I do oh. great pancakes. And those are economical as shit. Absolutely. Um, when I was in Toronto recently, uh, Cat, uh, and her family, uh, g- very graciously and generously, uh, took me, uh, and Kat, uh, to Toronto. Uh, they flew us out there to see Queen.
0: Oh my God.
1: What? Yeah. How was it? It was amazing. Holy shit. Probably shag. one of the best concerts I've ever seen. And, uh, when we were out there, uh, we went to a restaurant and I got Steak Frite there mm. uh, at what? this restaurant which
0: is it's just steak and fries it's right, french right,
1: right. for steak and fries that's what
0: i thought and i was like i don't know
1: <laughs> and it was just like the uh, i was having the steak there and it was the most exquisite piece of cow i have ever eaten. <laughs> and i've eaten a Yum. lot of cows like yeah. they're probably in the range of like 160 full cows it's a, through lot, my of cows. Life. It's a lot of cows if you yeah. think about it But man, oh my Our vegetarian audience is just like (laughs) (laughs) hitting us right (laughs) now.
0: What are your thoughts on like people who do these extreme diets? Like, I I just don't, I can't, I just think it's all about having balanced meals. Like, that's just kind of how I view it.
1: For me, uh, it's like you need to find something that works. For, for you. you. Exactly. Because yes. like, not everybody talks about like all these different diets. Like, oh, this did wonders for me and yeah. it, it can work for you too. And just if everybody did this and the world would be perfect. And no, that's, no. Not, that's not how humans work. Every no. individual person has an individual body and it, it responds to different things. It, it reacts in different ways. Yeah. So yeah. like for me, I figured out ways to use my limited diet to not eat as shittily as I have in the past. Yeah. Like, as a snack food, I like to eat almonds instead of, like, gummies, which I love gummy candies. I love them so much. The other night, a cat. after we went to this dinner theater thing, she was like, I'm going to Freak Lunchbox. You should come to Freak Lunchbox with me. And I'm just like... I really don't want to go to Freak Lunchbox because I'm going to spend all my money. Uh, uh, and we did end up going to Freak Lunchbox and I only ended up getting a little uh, pack of eight pieces of gum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the only reason I got that was because it said, uh, uh, warning, zombies, run on the front. Which, <laughs> you know me, I'm a big yes, zombie uh, enthusiast.
0: Yeah, and so am I.
1: Yeah, and of course I ate yeah. all eight pieces uh, that night. Uh, because Kat was sitting next to me with this enormous oh, bag of candy, God. which I think is still around here somewhere. Oh, um, uh, but So uh, tempting. Yeah, I know. Uh, for me, like, uh, when it comes to snack food, I try to limit myself to just, like, almonds, maybe granola bars. Don't put
0: your gum on me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. In all fairness, I would have been right there with you with the big <laughs> bag of gummies. Like, I have... But I think that that's something interesting that you touched on, which is... Self-control. Self-control it's and so portion huge.
1: control. Portion
0: control! It's yes. an
1: enormous challenge, but also one of the most integral things yeah. to eating healthfully. Because, like, you can eat all the superfoods and uh, the greens and all the healthy things that you want. But if you're eating as much of it as you want, literally, yeah. then you're going to get fat anyway. And you're, It's so
0: fucking true. Yeah. And honest to God, I was always the chick who would eat whatever I wanted mm. and rarely gain weight.
1: Oh my God, those days when we had amazing metabolisms and was great and women. I was
0: the friend that people hated because I would be eating the shittiest food and I would not gain till I turned late 20s. yeah I mean, it started catching and it's catching up with me now to a point where I know my body and I know like whenever I put on weight, I know it's because of what I did. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like I know that this is that this is age coming into play. Um, and I, one thing for me, I think, and the reason why I'm not massive right now is I just don't eat big meals. I eat a lot of smaller meals throughout the day, and I've never like when I go out to eat, I have trouble finishing. Like, a plate of food. Like, yeah. I eat really small portions, but I just eat them more frequently.
1: See, I'm the opposite way.
0: You eat big.
1: I, like, I don't eat a huge variety of foods, but what I eat, mm. I eat so much of. <laughs> yeah. like, I will put a huge plate in front of me, eat it, all of it, as fast as I can. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how to slow down my eating. It just, it Yeah, I'm happens. a fast eater, too. Exactly. I like, inhale. Like, I will eat. Everything on the plate, I will lick the plate clean and yeah. then have a second plate. Yeah. Because that is what I want to do. Yeah. And that is what <laughs> I have been programmed to I do, it feels full. like. I get full. I, I, I don't get full until I hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's just yeah. to sort of paraphrase uh, Louis C.K. there. That's
0: a ding. Yeah, no, no, but it, And I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling of, like, I just ate so much that I now am a useless human and I can't move. Like, we went to the CAG last night. Have you
1: ever eaten yourself into a coma?
0: Yes! I get tired! That's, I mean, most of the time it's when I'm hanging out with family and they make, and they make
1: big meals. Family meals are the worst because everybody makes so much and everybody's like, no, like, try some of this and have a little bit of that. No, you can go for seconds. It's fine. It's just us. And
0: there's always dessert. Like dessert dessert. is not a thing in, like in my daily life when I eat, dessert is not a thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't,
0: it's, I'm a salty person. Like I like popcorn and chips. Like, I'm a big snacker. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I'm a big snacker throughout the day. I do a lot of snacks.
1: Yeah, I've got a bag of sun chips in my bag right over there from when I went to Subway. Earlier. Such
0: a salt. Like I just love salt. Like people actually like it's actually a. problem.
1: They're, they're like people time.
0: are actually like Sarah. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a goddamn heart. Like I put <laughs> salt on my McDonald's fries. Oh my
1: god, that's yeah. I mean, some See? days that's necessary because <laughs> some days they just don't have the game right. Sometimes they don't. And they that's don't. It's a travesty. But, and then other days, you get there and just like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like popcorn and fries. Yeah, yeah. I put a lot of salt on, and so whenever I'm eating with friends, those foods. Like if I'm making fries, or like if I'm making a big batch of popcorn, like. I warn them, I'm like, I'm going to put a lot of salt on this, so you might want to, like, take your own <laughs> I'm honest to God. Like, that's probably how. I've been told that my heart's doing fine so far, but. Yeah, who, who
1: actually knows?
0: Who actually knows? And that's another thing, too, is, is like, keeping up with your health is yeah. such a, like, <laughs> so much effort. See, for- I don't remember the last time I've gone to the doctor and like just been like, is everything okay?
1: Yeah. Everything? Like. Me neither. For me, whenever I think about my health for the most part, I'm thinking about, okay, I want to like what I look at when I look in mm-hmm. the mirror. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do I ever think,
0: what's going on? Am right I going to
1: die in my 30s? <laughs> <laughs> I know! <laughs> and it's know. entirely possible, especially based on my diet. Yeah. Which, as we have established, is just. Terrible.
0: Oh, I'm with you on it though. Mm. I, I eat so bad. What what would you say is like your average meal like like take me through breakfast lunch and dinner
1: i mean whenever i go out most of my friends know the first thing i look for on a menu is chicken strips and fries fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> the first thing uh, but you know i also i'll go for like standard pub fare like i'll go for fish and chips on yeah. occasion i know uh, when i go to uh, the red stag mm-hmm. you know, which is very close to where i work yes. uh, they have great mac and cheese <sighs> Oh, you know, cheese. mac and cheese is great. Uh, uh, when I'm at home, I like to make pasta a lot of the times. And when I make pasta, I, I don't like pasta sauce as a thing. I put soy sauce on my pasta. Really? It, it works for me. It, I mean. It doesn't work for everybody.
0: Okay. And like initially I was like, whoa. But it's.
1: It's salty.
0: And it's it's a starchy food. Like pasta is like a starchy food. Absolutely. like Like rice is. Yeah. You put soy sauce on rice.
1: Exactly. For me, it works. For some other people, like I have met other people who eat pasta like that and like they they started doing that before they ever even met me. And that was surprising to me because I just like – that was how I always did it. And I also in in, uh, more recent years, uh, not only soy sauce but Parmesan cheese because Parmesan, I mean if you're going to put cheese on anything. Put parmesan on everything,
0: and I know a lot of people who do the just the regular pasta with like butter and parmesan, and that's it. And that
1: works, yeah, for what it is, yeah. But I I need that little bit of extra saltiness, yes. and that gets back to what you said. There. I just oh, fucking um, love soy salt. sauce. Salt salt is great, and soy sauce, yeah, delicious. It's great.
0: I drench my rice in it.
1: Hey, let me ask you this: What kind of soy sauce do you use? <laughs>
0: Just the, like, just the regular. The I don't regular. know what the brand is. I don't know uh, what the like brand VH is.
1: Like or something?
0: Yeah. But, like, you know how there's the ones that always are, like, reduced sodium? Right, right. I just ignore them.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, I, honestly, the soy sauce I use, I would never purposefully use another kind of soy sauce again.
0: What's the soy sauce? It's
1: called Bragg's. And it's like, hold on. I'm actually gonna get the bottle. Go get okay. Brags. You just get it at the the grocery store. Yeah, I mean, it's usually just any grocery the, store. It's usually in the organic foods section. Okay. Because uh, this, ah! this is one of the only organic foods uh, that I would eat. Uh, it's all-purpose liquid soy S- seasoning. seasoning, natural soy sauce alternative. Oh! Not technically soy sauce now that i read the label yeah but the thing is like it's it's very good it has no msg no preservatives or uh, any of the other stuff it's gluten-free too mm-hmm. apparently i'm also reading that right here and uh the thing is it's like it doesn't cling to the food as much It's a lot more liquidy oh. uh but it's just it's perfectly okay. balanced Next for salt time. honestly try All it i can't even explain it it's really like, it's it's the perfect but it's soy sauce it's very salty. As long it's, as it's salty. It's, I'm it's into perfectly it. Perfectly salty. I would never use a different soy sauce than this, honestly. I'm into it. Yeah, and uh, the the only thing that throws me off on it is that it has this little Jesus fish <laughs> on the on the bottle there that says three John 2. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> apparently the Brags are uh, are some sort what of the uh, uh, they're, they're 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 Bible thumpers for sure. Damn, I don't know, but
0: I'm all about discovering stuff like this because <laughs> I recently discovered um, organic lemon juice. Oh yeah! So you mentioned how you drink you like to do a big glass of water like first thing in the morning. Yeah, I've started doing big glass of water with some. Lemon juice, and because lemon juice, it's supposed to like naturally detox you, like, and it's actually really good for digestion. I don't know if this is true, but again, this is another trend that I'm just hopping on to like try.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> and, uh, well, uh, w- when I do my shows with my dad, like we were yeah. talking about earlier, uh, every week what I have is a thermos of hot water with lemon and honey. honey. Exactly. That's what I have. It's good for the
0: vocal cords. Great
1: for the vocal cords. Like I I tried it one week when I was feeling really sick before a show and I tried it and it made a huge difference. So I just started drinking it every week.
0: See, I like that, but I don't like the honey. I don't know. I don't know what it is about the honey and the lemon together. Like honey, like lemon, the mixture I just can't get down with, but I love me some warm lemon juice. I'm not saying I like the flavor of it. It's yeah. one of those things, and when we I like say effects.
1: when I say that I drink hot water with lemon and honey, it cannot be a squeezed lemon because then there are particles. Yes. There's debris. Yeah, I, I hate drinking solids.
0: Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh my god, I know, but that's why I started getting the actual lemon juice. Because it's really just liquid. Right, you can just get bogged up. And of it. you just, and this stuff that I get is from the organic section. It's like, a, yeah. it's called volcano. <laughs> what? Or it's from, like, it's grown near a volcano. A in volcano. It, in Italy. And there's something about the fact that it was grown in volcanic. I literally dirt. had no idea. That I there were don't know what it is. Yeah? <laughs> They do, apparently. <laughs> but you mentioned before about how, yeah. like, it's all about looks. Like, you want to like For me, how for, you look.
1: for the most part. I mean, uh, there are times, and this is me getting a little bit real here.
0: Let's get fucking real. Let's
1: get real. We've been drinking enough whiskey now. Yes. I have. You're still yeah. working on that black I'm still Russian. working on
0: this. It's very strong, but, like, none of that way at all. But, uh, well, but yeah. it,
1: It's three shot glasses of alcohol.
0: Yes. So
1: (laughs) there's there's nothing non-alcoholic in that drink. fucking
0: delightful.
1: It is. But yes, let's get real. Dangerous. Okay, yeah. When it comes to getting real, um, for me, uh, you know, a lot of my uh, adolescence, uh, a lot of my heroes and uh, a lot of the people I would read about and uh, the the people I would uh, see on TV and movies, of course, would be these uh, men who are just cut out of marble Mm -hmm. just these Adonises who are just like you know six or eight pack abs or whatever like pecs that you could like eat dinner off of anything like that and uh, of course, the whole time I knew that I, I didn't look like that. When I remember when I was a kid, when I was in elementary school, we were supposed to draw a self-portrait, and this was when I was starting to get into like comic book drawings. Yeah. So I would do the little sketch and everything, and I would uh, I, I made a picture of myself, and I put abs on that drawing because that's what all of the things that I was mimicking. Everybody had abs. Yeah. And then I remember one of my classmates said, "You don't have that." You don't Aww. look like that. And that was the first moment yeah. I realized I don't look like that. Yeah. And it that moment hurt me. I still remember that moment. That was like grade four or Jesus, five. Jesus,
0: that's so young. Yeah. And
1: I don't remember a lot from back then, but I remember that specific moment. I don't even remember who said it to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, of course, uh, There were times, you know, I I was sort of a skinny kid. I had the skinny abs going on. Yeah. Like, I had a great metabolism growing up. Like, I could do whatever I wanted. I didn't gain a fucking pound. Uh, Then near the end of high school, I started realizing, oh, hey, that little line, those lines on my stomach are gone. Now all I'm left with is uh, this big bulbous thing, whatever's Mm. going on. It, It wasn't huge. I've never been a fat person, but... I have viewed myself as fatter than I should be. Yeah. Which I think I hold myself to a standard that, frankly, isn't realistic and also might be uh, a little unhealthy in, yeah. in terms of what I'm shooting for. And I talked earlier about the workouts that I've been doing, and uh, I've seen marked improvements. I have seen, like, I've built muscle in my chest. I've uh, cut down weight from all the running. I've uh, seen increases in uh, my core. I'm like I've I've actually seen a bit of a definition in my abs that wasn't there before. Yeah. But all the same, like I could be looking in the mirror one second and I could think, man, I look I look so good right now. And then without even looking away from the mirror, I will like shift my weight uh-huh. or like turn a certain way. And then suddenly it's like, I know. How the fuck did you become this? Aww. Who are you and why do I hate you so much?
0: I fucking know exactly what you mean. Like, like it's like how you're standing almost when you look in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel the same way. I'll do that as well. I'll be like...
1: There have been times... Yeah, you
0: got it, girl. And then I'm like, yeah. oh wait, from the side, not so much. And that's when it, it becomes a, you're picking yourself apart. To, yeah. And it's just like... And this is why I'm stoked to have you on as a guy talking about this because I don't really know much from a guy's perspective of feeling that pressure from media and shit, which is a lot of women. Absolutely. constantly. Uh, I mean, mean, like we look at women. I mean, people, the media looks at women who are the most beautiful women in the world, Hmm. you know, and I hate saying her fucking name, but Kim Kardashian, she's gorgeous. I'm sorry.
1: She is. She's a gorgeous woman,
0: but like just people, you know. Mainstream people who are beautiful, and we pick them apart. You know, we yeah. they take the pictures of them out without makeup, or they have a little bit of cellulite, or, like, they're getting over baby weight. And, or, like, the tabloids, they, yeah. like, 20
1: beach bods, yeah. the best and worst. It's mm-hmm. like, why are we doing this?
0: And that's the thing, and it, it affects Guys, too. Yeah. It's the muscly video game people. It's the exactly.
1: the action heroes, and like and like it's, it's not. It's comparable to the same struggle that women go through, but at the same time, it's not. It's nowhere near the same level. Women have it yeah. so much worse in that respect than men do. I think it's I, like I, a, a guy can be fat and uh, relatively unattractive, mm-hmm. and still be considered having worth. He can...
0: Thank you. That's... Thank you so much for fucking saying that. Because I agree. Yeah. I've right. had this conversation with many of my friends, and it can get heated sometimes. And I'm not even... I'm not, not judging at all. But I've come to know this.
1: No, that, that's, not, that that, that's it's, not even a discussion. That's just it's, a fact.
0: It, it's a fact. It's You're more likely to see a guy who, let's say he's a little overweight. Right. Or a lot overweight. Sure. With a hot chick. Yeah. Then you rarely see a hot guy with a girl who's overweight.
1: Right. And it's a, a lot shitty of time, thing. Like- it's
0: I don't I don't agree with this. Don't like mind you. It's just just my observation. And seeing people out and around all the time, yeah, and it's, it's very you, common.
1: If you see an unattractive, I'm th- objectively, yeah. let's just say, unattractive man with an objectively attractive woman, a lot of the time uh, the, the first thing that a person will think is, oh man, good for you, like go guy, whoever yeah. you are. But if you see an attractive woman with an unattractive man... Or sorry no I got yeah, the yeah, wrong yeah. way around. Yeah, an attractive <laughs> if you see woman an unattractive woman with an attractive man yeah. then uh, you'll think something like oh no she's reaching or he's settling or he's mm-hmm. a chubby chaser like mm-hmm. chubby chaser. Uh, what yeah. the fuck kind yeah. of society comes yeah. up with a phrase it's... that's so common that we y- you heard me say that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's not right.
0: It's not right. And I and I and I'm just like a huge believer that attraction is so it's so different from person to person, it's
1: infinitely variable.
0: But right. I will say I've had too many experiences with guys. Tinder is one of them. Let's talk about fucking Tinder.
1: Okay, I've never, I've, I've never used Tinder. You've never so used so it. I've never gone on but any dating app. But
0: the thing is, is I'm guilty of it. It's Fair. a very shallow app.
1: I don't, I don't it's, judge anybody who has used it. It's right. very common these days.
0: It's, it's totally common. But it's the idea of like you could be in really good shape as a girl, um, you know, you could be uh, attractive, and you're still not going to be as hot as the next girl he finds that's hotter than you and, on there. Like, and, yeah. and and that's why it's so... Like, guys are like, oh, you get a bunch of matches. Good for you. And I'm like, dude, he's matching with a shit
1: ton of people. Like, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Like, it's like, I'm not fucking special.
1: That, that's the problem that I have with dating apps is that it's quantity over quality yeah you swipe right on a bunch of people maybe some of them swipe right on you as well and yeah. then you just pick and choose from the select exactly. few or more than few that uh, th- th- you matched with and for me uh, even like for me before i can even really feel a true attraction to a person yeah. i need to know that Same. i need to really like know what they're all about i need to know if they're as nerdy as me for one thing nerdiness mm-hmm. is a huge factor yeah um i need to know um how they feel about uh certain issues and uh, certain uh things that
0: are important to you. things
1: that are important yep. exactly yep. and yep. until that happens like i usually I i can't even remember the last time Actually, I can. It's the time that I took that girl home from the metal show. Yeah. But that was the last time that uh, I uh, was with someone who I didn't know very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually, before I'll uh, hook up with someone or date someone or do anything of that nature, I really need to be friends with them first. Yeah. If I'm yeah. not friends with someone, then that's...
0: it's just not as fun.
1: It's not as fun. It's really... and that's, And
0: that's the thing... Swipe culture is so fucking shallow.
1: Extremely shallow.
0: And it's, it, it sucks that it's like one of the only options right now to meet people. It's getting very common. It's, uh, it's the same
1: thing with like Facebook and all the social media. Uh, This uh, becomes some of the only ways that some people interact interact. with the world Mm -hmm. and uh, their friends, even. There are a lot of people that I only communicate with over Facebook. Yeah. And uh, these are people that I value, and that uh, yeah. that that I have history with, and that uh, th- my life would be very different without them. And still, it's just like every now and again, we'll be like, "Hey, what's up? I know, yeah, right? How's your life going?" People don't
0: hang out anymore.
1: Yeah, it's it's harder to hang out now that we can contact people by clicking a button. Yeah,
0: and we're busy. Adult life is busy.
1: Adult life is
0: it's it's hard it's to too busy. It's a little too busy. I totally agree, and I think that's why. I'm kind of doing this series about confidence and body image yeah. because I'm feeling like I'm, I'm so busy right now. And in many ways I'm a lot happier than I used to be because of that, but I'm not taking the time to take care of myself. And because of that, I'm feeling shitty physically. Mm. And then, you know, at the end of the day, I have to go on this app that's essentially judging me on how I look.
1: I don't dare to use uh, dating apps for that reason, because I don't, need to know why people don't like my body. Right? I know why I don't like my body. That's what I need to know. Yeah. And uh, like you say, like mm-hmm. someone swipes right on you and then they're swiping right on someone hotter the next thing yeah, exactly. and then it's like what I want to know is like I have my image of my body I work out for a while. I want to see if my image of my body improves on that. Because someone looking at me for the first time, they're going to make their snap judgment. Yeah. And that snap judgment isn't going to be based on, well, he looked like that a month ago. He looked like that a year ago. I know. It's going to be, okay, this is this person right now.
0: And it's always the fear, too, of like, okay, I'm putting pictures up here that might be, you know, a little older. Yeah. And it's always the fear, too, of, like, going on a date and showing up. And you don't want to disappoint you want to, and that's the thing, and that's why when I even gain, and it's kind of sucks, and I, I don't know if you feel this way, mm-hmm. but I'm like I'm a self deprecating person, so I make a lot of jokes about stuff like that. Oh my that's God. just I actually saw something on your Facebook <laughs> that I liked that was like my issues. Like like how your issues come out as jokes. It was like a cartoon that yeah. showed how how normal people deal with it and how yeah, yeah. I deal with it, which is like and that's kind of like me. Like I'm a I'm a big jokester with that, but there's a lot of truth to it too. Yeah, I this is, is the shitty part. I like, remember
1: the post that you're talking about. I shared yeah. that and that got a lot of likes. Yeah. Like uh, like we were talking about earlier, the thing that you least expect will get the most Worst. likes. That one got a lot of attention because apparently a lot of people feel that way. I
0: identify with that, and the thing is, yeah. it's it's my humor.
1: And humor, like it's my humor,
0: is self-deprecating. I
1: feel like on one level that's healthy, and on yeah. on another level, it's very self-destructive. Yep. And that's very difficult balance. That's a difficult balance to strike. Oh, my God. Because on the know one know. hand, I can be like, uh, yeah, you know, like I can joke about the fact I don't grow hair on the top of my head anymore. That is a reality that I have to deal with. Of yeah. course, i shave my head now. And uh, some people maybe don't realize. I mean, that's probably pretty obvious because I didn't shave today. Yeah. I've got a little bit of a five o'clock shadow yeah. on my temples here. Uh, but, you know. When I first started losing my hair, it was a nightmare for me. Uh, I, I denied imagine. it for so long. And at the yeah. time, I had really long hair. Like, when I was in high school, my hair was so long.
0: Oh my god, I think I've seen older pictures Hold of you. I, I,
1: I'm uh, actually... Yeah, I'm going to show go. you right now. I, I have... I carry on me my high school ID as a party trick. <laughs> so that I can show people my transition. <laughs> uh, my transition from... Uh, <laughs> The the long hair I was in high school <laughs> to the uh, no hair that I yes. am now. So, okay, that's not that. Oh, Here we go. So okay, curious. so this is my high school ID.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. It's so long.
1: <laughs> and then uh, this, so is, funny. Uh, this is my ID from 2010. Okay, yeah. So that's the halfway point where they made me take my hat off. Where that at that point, I always wore a hat. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, you could still see some of my long flowing locks, but you couldn't see how just desolate <sighs> it was upstairs. Oh,
0: that's gotta be... And that's the thing. I'm not a dude, so I don't know. Oh, male pattern boldness... That's baldness, gotta be fucking rough.
1: Male pattern boldness is a very tricky subject because yeah. you cannot help if it happens to you. And yet, like, just from my own perspective, as soon as I knew it was happening... I judge the fuck out of myself uh, for it, and I'm sure other people judge me for it because I know I have, like, without meaning to, you pass judgment on uh, bald people. You,
0: it's it's kind of like a um, what call it stigma.
1: A, a stigma, exactly. Yeah, there's a
0: stigma attached to it in a weird way, and it
1: doesn't it doesn't make really any sense because that's no. not something that anyone has any control over. No, if you Course are not. if you are losing your hair. It presents a certain image, and that image is usually not a positive one. Mm -hmm. It makes you look old. Mm -hmm. And I started losing my hair when I was, I think, 18. And that was – I remember I – at the time, before that, I had had lice uh, immediately before I started losing my hair – and I remember I had to use the shampoo to get the lice out. And then the hair started falling really? out uh, pretty soon after that. And for a while, I was like, no, no, it's just the lice shampoo. Like, it's, it's just damaging my hair. It's not going to keep going like that. I should have known my dad's baldness gene overpowered my mom's side's hair gene so much. Yeah. It was incredible.
0: I was just going to say, is a lot of it genetics with guys? Oh, my and, God. Absolutely. whether or not that
1: happens? They say that most of the time it comes from the mom's side. Uh, that it's a hereditary thing from the mom's side. I don't know if I'm using hereditary correctly. There. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, um, my, I found that uh, men on my mom's side of the family, they usually have pretty good heads of hair. My uh, my grandfather, my mom's dad, uh, he had uh, he was balding a little bit on top uh, when he was in his old age. But he still had a pretty good hair up, up wow. until the day he died. Mm. Um, but of course, my dad's side, totally different story. Like right. my dad, I remember seeing wedding photos of my mom and my dad when they were 22 and uh, 20 respectively. Sorry, my uh, my mom was 20. My dad was 22 and my dad, he looked like he was in his uh, late 30s. Right. Because he had a mustache, first of all, like this 70s porn mustache and just everything on the sides and back. Even a little ponytail in the back. Right. Nothing up top.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. And,
1: like, now he shaves his head yeah. and I also shave my head. And, honestly, like, if I don't shave my head, I look like I'm in my 30s or 40s. Now that I'm shaving my head, I look and feel like my own age.
0: Yep. And, you know what? I have a lot of respect for guys who do that. Who, like, they're like, this is happening. I can't control it. But there's things you can do. To make at least yourself feel better about it.
1: Yeah, you got to lean into it.
0: You got to lean it and you got to figure out a way that works for you. And listen, like, I know that this is a fucking cliche to say, but like, if you like it and you're confident about it, it's going to look better to others too.
1: That's honestly, that's what it boils down to. That's and what it
0: boils down to. But again, confidence, it's
1: fucking hard. And I've heard uh, f- several times, although sometimes it takes me a while to convince myself of it. Uh, but if I've been working out mm-hmm. and even if like I've shaved recently and I feel good about the way I look, I just act more confident Yeah, yeah. and in that way I have been told I am a lot sexier.
0: There you Yes. No, confidence is like the, no- I, I, I mean, I can speak for myself, but a lot of my female friends agree. Like it's, it can do so much for a guy's confidence? attraction. There's so many guys that I know that I've been friends with that I've been like, I've never felt an attraction. And then one day I'll be like, something's different about you. Yeah. And it might not be something totally physical or like, it's an air. It's an energy. Yeah, honestly. It's it's like a, it's the vibe that you put out and it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And I think if anyone can get there... Kudos to them. I'm I'm still trying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, most of the time I'm, I'm just this awkward nerd. Most yeah. days, like I um. I play video games. I play Dungeons and Dragons for Christ's <laughs> sakes at least once a week. And I've been the dungeon master. I've been the player. I've I'm probably the biggest dork that I know. Mm. But on certain days, like I'm Superman.
0: Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And
1: certain days, that nerdiness works for me. And to be honest, my type is geeky, nerdy women.
0: Okay, so this has come up a number of times on my show, which is I'm not nerdy at all, but I've always really Wonder I've, Woman. Really? Well, okay, I like Wonder, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't put me at really nerdy. You well, okay. would. You okay, would probably you say so. If you would probably put me on the lighter side of nerdy, like.
1: I mean, uh, compared to me, maybe, but I'm I'm pretty far in the deep end.
0: But I've always said that nerdy girls have it fucking made in terms of dick. because if you're (laughs) because if you're, I it's like comes up all the time. I'm like if you're if you're hot, great. You 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 probably you have a good chance. If you're hot and nerdy, I give up. You get it. (laughs) You have you can have all the guys. Like I don't even stand a chance. I
1: mean for that like
0: <laughs> you can't <laughs> disagree
1: you just said your type was nerdy girl I mean, it's definitely my type but the thing is I'm mm. nerdier than most guys and yeah. like I, I don't I'm yeah. one of those people like I don't really like watching sports on TV oh, I good. I don't get into cars mm. or a lot of typical masculine things I'd rather talk about like <sighs> Dragon Ball Z <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, Mass Effect, like, all these uh, really nerdy things. And I will talk your goddamn ear off about all of that. And if you're willing to listen, then that will happen. And if you have some things to talk about on that subject as well, then holy shit, did your eyes just get a lot lighter? Like, are they sparkling? (laughs) It's just one of those things. No,
0: but that's the thing. I mean, that, like, so much of that comes into, like what like what you're attracted to in someone absolutely Is that so can you talk a bit about oh wait actually i do have a question for you going sure. back, going back to the confidence thing because this okay. is something that again i love getting a guy's take on this
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's this phrase that has been engraved in me for a long time that i don't agree with and that is fake it until you make it and there's a lot of difference of opinions about this because mm-hmm. a lot of men in my life tell me that that's the way to go to fake it till you make it, and I'm not a huge fan of that. And like in in my experience, I've I can't hide on my face how I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling shitty about myself, it's so fucking difficult for me to mm-hmm. like put that out there and be like, oh no, I'm hot shit. Ugh. No, you know no. what I mean? Like, and but so many people are like, oh yeah, if you just fake it, like, it's kind of like if you're going for a job or something. Like, fake it till you make it, and you'll get the job, and you're good to go.
1: Right. Um, okay, I have a little bit of a story based on Yes, that. please. So this is uh, from uh, end of junior high for me. Uh, so this was, uh, of course, junior high, worst years of my life. Like, hated every moment of it. Is um, it the worst for everyone? Junior I feel, I feel
0: high, like junior high is worse than high school.
1: It's when everything is changing. Yeah. And Pure. everybody around you is changing at the same time. And the changes aren't necessarily great. Uh, Of course, they turn into great things once you're an adult, but uh, in junior high, it's just terrible. And for me, um, I was trying to – like in elementary school, I just assumed that everybody loved me and I had so many friends. Uh, In junior high, I realized that was not true and that I was actually a bit of an asshole. (laughs) So that was a bit of a self-discovery for me. And I spent the rest of junior high trying to make up for that by – trying to fit in with people however I could. And uh, how that culminated in uh, grade nine specifically was I tried to uh, get really into uh, rap and hip hop And fit in with that whole crowd. Because Mm -hmm. for me, those are the coolest people. Fuck yeah. Those are the people that I wanted to fit in with. Yeah. And so I I got, I made a few friends in that, in those circles. And uh, I thought I made some friends where they were really just people who were just like, check out this fucking pasty white kid who wants to to hang out with us. And um, at the time, you know, I, I ignored the people who were making fun of me and just focused on the positive things. And admittedly, like, there's a lot of good rap and uh, hip hop out there. And I still listen to some of the artists I got into at that time. Uh, But when it came to that, eventually I realized, you know what? When I'm hanging out with some of these people, I just feel so empty. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm only here for appearances. Yeah. And I can never say the right thing. I can never be that person who would really fit in here. Right. Right. And at one point, I remember I picked up a Modern Drummer magazine. Mm -hmm. Again, I was really big into drums at that time. I hadn't picked up a guitar yet. And uh, it had Joey Jordison on the front, the drummer for Slipknot. Okay. And Slipknot, at that time, I had heard one or two of their songs, but I wasn't really into them. And then I started listening to them a lot more, and it spoke to me so much more than hip-hop ever did. Right. And I remember there was a specific moment. This is one of those other very specific moments I remember from early in my life where I was reading that modern drummer magazine, Joey Jordison on the front. One of my friends from the, the rap uh, hip hop circles uh, came up and was just like, what are you reading? And I'm just like, oh man, it's this uh, magazine and It has uh, the drummer from one of my favorite bands on it. And he just goes, man, Slipknot sucks. Ugh. And I remember looking right at him. I took a Ugh. second. I looked at him. And I said, No, they don't.
0: Yes! Or you could say, I don't care.
1: Well, what I said was, no, I don't. I didn't care what he thought at that moment because I knew what I thought. Mm. I knew what I wanted. And from that moment, like, I was me. I wasn't what they wanted me to see. And unfortunately, the friendships that I had made sort of – floated Excellent. away after that point and I do regret some of that cuz I knew some good people from those days.
0: Right, but uh, it wasn't but, you.
1: Yeah, and and from that point like that was near the end of grade 9, the next year I was in high school, I started off as the metalhead that I always knew that I was. Mm-hmm. And high school was amazing.
0: There you go. High
1: school I was confident cuz I was like I was a drummer, I was a metalhead, I knew exactly what I was and what I was there for. And I made friends in the circles that I felt comfortable in. I felt confident in all of that. Yeah. and it really worked out well for me up until the end I had a really horrible breakup and my prom sucked but Jesus I mean you know there there's high points and low points yeah it's
0: a fucking roller coaster back then yeah man. exactly and your friend groups and who you hang out with and what music you listen to there's and shit so is much so, it's drama. so important
1: so much drama and, it's,
0: and there's so much weight on it back then though yeah I know and now like, it seems so much, ridiculous now it seems ridiculous now but it seems it's, ridiculous but it's the same kind of idea it's less I think amplified now mm-hmm. but it's the same idea of like of acting a certain way because you think you'll come off better to others. And that's why I don't really agree with fake it till you make it. I I do yeah. have this kind of self-deprecating outlook, and I'm very honest, and a lot of times people are like, they don't really know how to take that. Yeah, But to me, it's just like, I'm just being fucking honest and real about it. And to do that, I think takes some level of confidence to be – to like actually be putting your flaws out there so much. Yeah. To be like, listen, I know my flaws. These are my flaws. Yeah. What do you want?
1: So for me, when you are feeling confident in something that's important to you Mm -hmm. and you're talking about things that matter to you and Mm -hmm. that you really feel things about – that's when your confidence really shines through. That's confidence. When you are trying to put off confidence on things that you don't necessarily know a lot about or that you're just pretending to be into, that's more along the lines of arrogance.
0: Yes. And that's not good.
1: That's Donald Trump type Uh, shit. That's buzzwords. And that's (sighs) you trying to appeal to everybody. And you cannot appeal to everybody. It does not work that way.
0: It doesn't. And you're just going to end up so unhappy.
1: Exactly. And um, I was like during that whole thing when I was hanging out with people that I thought were cool and I was trying to act like them and I was trying to do all the things that they did. I was really unhappy. Yeah. There you and go. And it took me so long to realize that. And then yeah. as soon as I had that moment of Slipknot sucks, no, they don't. <laughs>
0: Fuck you, that man. That moment was yeah. the moment
1: I realized, you know what? I'm actually pretty happy with myself right now. I stood up for what I believe in.
0: Yeah. And you need to believe
1: in something and you need to stand for it. It's so true. Stand for something or you'll fall for anything.
0: It's so true. Oh my gosh. But it's such a I will say like even in adulthood it's it's a constant fucking struggle. Oh, absolutely. Um it's and and I try not to put emphasis on what people think. Mm. But it's hard not to sometimes.
1: It is, and people, especially online, are very outspoken about their opinions.
0: Oh yeah, I wish I could get more comments. Uh, not many <laughs> people have commented on the podcast, so if you want to comment, <laughs> do it up. I'll take it.
1: Uh, careful what you wish for. I know,
0: right? But that's the thing, and I think, um, and I think you'll understand this. i some being a musician, it's like mm. if you're doing anything where you're putting yourself out there to people who see your work. It's nerve-wracking. It can be nerve-wracking. And I can't imagine, too, what it would be like to not really be feeling yourself and have to go up on a stage.
1: I've had days like that. And, in fact, um, there have been days where, of course, my only bandmate at the moment is my dad. Right. And there have been days where right before we pull up to the bar, my dad will say something or he has said something that just – piss me right uh, the fuck off and then just as soon as he says that we need to get out of the car load our stuff in set up play our show uh, and i have no time to process what he said or respond to it or try and like tell him hey man you really just pissed me off just now right instead i have to put the smile on oh
0: god and
1: uh and and play my music like i always do and for my part i do it and then there are other days when i'm just not feeling myself when like i wake up and i'm just in a foul mood i hate those days yeah everybody has those days and there are some days when like i'll be playing my show and i'll think i'm putting the smile on (laughs) and like making it every and then sometimes like during the halftime people will be like hey man are you okay oh no like you you know i i see you up there and you're not smiling at all I' was uh, like I'm trying to. I just really can't. <laughs> I just really feel like punching someone uh, is all go-
0: I can't imagine. there's um <sighs> not at all related to like the kind of music you play, but there's mm-hmm. a great clip in the Katy Perry documentary okay. about her tour, and it's when she found a when it was when her marriage was falling apart right. and there's a great clip of that her- was to a
1: uh, Russell brand. Russell brand, yeah right. Yeah. right, right.
0: And it's, she's backstage and she's bawling, bawling her eyes out. And, um, the people, you can see the production people, they're just like, we don't know, like, this might, and her manager's just like, you know, you can cancel, but this was like an hour before showtime.
1: That would piss a lot of people off. Yeah. Like, but he's like like,
0: giving her the like, if you really can't do it, like, and she just like, she just, it was like a switch. She just was like, and just start smiling and went up on stage. And I was just like, holy fuck.
1: Sometimes that's that's got to be need... insane. Sometimes that's what you need to do. And Oof. it's it's a really weird uh, balance to strike. Because, like, there's what's going on inside you and then there's what's your what you're projecting.
0: Oh, words, yeah.
1: And when it comes to being a performer, like, uh, I don't know if you know, I'm a tour guide mm. at uh, the Keith School. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. doing that for three and a half years now. Jeez, okay. And uh, that's actually uh, very much a similar way to my show with my dad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have bad days, but at the same time, you have people who paid money for their tickets, they, the people who will never come through here again, probably. Yeah. And this is the one time they're going to see this show. And if you don't give it everything you have, and if you don't give them a memory that they will treasure... Then it was a waste of money. And yeah. you know that. And that's so the thing. Like you play for families. You play for fans of the brand. You play for uh, yeah. just random people who happen to be passing by the street and say, oh, this would be a good time. Damn. No matter what kind of day you're having, the show must go on. The show must go on. That's oh the thing. My God. I, I hate that phrase, but it applies so, tr- so frequently.
0: That could almost be the title of this episode.
1: <laughs> almost, yeah.
0: The the show must must go on. And it's it's the same with living adult life. You gotta just keep going and yeah. it's fucking hard. And, and no matter
1: how you feel about your body, too.
0: It's true. Right? And and honestly, like I guess we'll tr- we'll try let's try to end this on a positive note. <laughs> the the body image stuff. What would you say is a good way to deal with like when you're not a fan of your body, because I'm still, I'm of the understanding of like I need therapy, mm. but it's like, <laughs> I have had the same it, thought. <laughs> it's like so, like I don't have benefits. It's the whole thing. Yeah,
1: no, it's I, pricey. I had that thought too.
0: Exactly. It's so it's a broken system. It's really pricey. You know, there's there's free ways around it, but for right. what the shit I'm dealing with, I need something very specific, and it's like it's just it's not. It's easier said than done. People need ways to cope outside of pain for a therapist, yeah. in a way. How do you deal? Like, how do you get through it? I mean, it's it's probably a constant thing. Like, for me, I still... It takes me a long... If I'm getting ready to go out somewhere and I'm dressing up, it takes a lot of self-talk to get me to go out. Yeah. And by that, I mean, like, okay, stop picking everything apart. Stop overanalyzing. Stop... Like, trying on a thousand outfits. (laughs) Like, a thousand outfits because every single outfit I try on, there's something wrong with it.
1: Of course. And uh, for me, I have never, not once in my entire life, been 100% happy with my body. Mm -hmm. And I feel like most people, if not all people, are in that boat. Oh, yeah, it's so true. For me, whenever I go out, uh, I first of all, I take a shower. And uh I'll of course, no clothes, look in the mirror, be like, "Okay, this is what I look like right now, yeah, some days I'll be like, "Okay, you look all right. Some days, I'll just think, "Why the fuck do you even bother?"
0: Yeah, but really, yeah.
1: I think the most important thing to realize is that nobody is judging you as hard as you are,
0: yes, it's so true,
1: and it's like. So tr- You're your own worst critic in almost every situation, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to your body because nobody knows your body like you do. Uh And like for me, I know every problem area I have and I know every one of my strengths. Like I can complain about my torso all I want. Like I'm a little pudgy here. I don't build a lot of muscle here. But one thing I know for sure is my legs are fucking amazing. Yes. Like my legs, I've got so much muscle in these yeah, goddamn have to things. Like do
0: muscly legs, Damn, Like yeah.
1: seriously, I don't yeah. know what it is, but <laughs> like whenever I feel bad about my body, yeah. I just look Below the waist, and I'm good.
0: Yeah. Whenever I feel bad about my body, I just look at my boobs, and I'm like, Hey,
1: at that least works for At me. least
0: you got these. Yeah, at I, least you I, got these apples. Yeah,
1: I, I don't have boobs. <laughs> so I, I kind of wish I did sometimes.
0: <laughs> but it, it, you're totally right. Like, I think we all have to focus more on our strengths more. Yeah. And, but it, I think too to what you said about people not noticing. It's like. All of us have had that conversation with a friend where they say, oh, I look fat in this and you know, as a friend, what do we say? No, you don't. Yeah. Don't be silly. You're so not. Don't No. And it's just like what people don't realize too is is like those comments, they it doesn't matter. They're still gonna think the way they think.
1: You know, I'm actually or not you say that. I'm glad you brought that up because a big part of body image is also Like not even your own body image, but what you say to your friends and other people Mm -hmm. affects their body image more than I think most people realize. What's really important is that if somebody asks you something about their body or if they just like say something that prompts you to say something about their body, it's important not Like, I don't want anyone to sugarcoat anything or tell any lies because that'll just lead to a false body image. And that's not any healthier. No. But what is important is to look at it from a healthy, honest standpoint. Yes. So, like, for one thing... A compliment sandwich is sort of a term I hear a lot. Like you can say like this is something that's great about you. You could work on this, but this is something else that you rock. So amazing. Like like even keeping something like that in mind, it's really important not only for us to support ourselves and to look after ourselves, but to support each other and look after each other. If we're not doing that, then there's really no point to interacting with anyone.
0: Oh, my God. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. No, that, that's... And I don't know how it is with dudes. Girls try on a lot of clothes together. Like, you know, we go to shopping yes. and we do the clothes thing. And... Uh, I
1: have never tried on clothes <laughs> with a guy.
0: <laughs> You've never done the... How does this look? I need a second opinion. Never once. Um, girls <laughs> do that a lot. And it's like... It can be tricky, too, when... when And the stance that I tend to take is... If they seem insecure about it, I just mm. kind of say... Well, how do you feel? Like, do you feel comfortable in this? And I take the stance of, like, I don't know if, like, do, like I don't think you're feeling comfortable, so maybe try that. Yes, yeah. Like, I kind of try to take that stance, where it's, like, not, you're not saying it looks bad, but you're saying, like, I don't know if you feel comfortable. Like, yeah. Like, you gotta be comfortable in order to rock it entirely.
1: And when you're uh, trying to make those comments... It's important also to realize that you're viewing it through your own bias. It's true. And everybody has that bias. It's nothing to be ashamed of. A lot of people, when you bring up bias, people will just, oh, no, I'm not biased. I'm not not Mm -hmm. prejudiced or anything like that. Uh, But everybody's biased. That's just, that's natural. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, what's really important about that is to recognize your bias and filter it Mm -hmm. so that you're not just saying, this is what would make it look better for me it's true you're telling the person okay what yeah. can we do to make you feel better about the way you look so true because, because it's
0: all, that's what it's all about
1: yeah and like there are th- certain parts of my body that i wish i could change and certain mm-hmm. parts of my body i'm totally okay with yeah or uh, that I- i'm even proud of on sundays yeah like my legs like I said, <laughs> the legs i'm very confident in my legs <laughs> But lately, I've like I've been, uh, you know, yeah. I've, uh, my arms. I'm feeling all right about. Like yeah. people always tell me that I have a a, a good head for having yep. been shaved. Yep. Like it's mm-hmm. a good look for me apparently, and that's great. Yeah, because like I said before yep. that. I I kept my hair as as much of it as I could grow, but I wore a hat at all times. During Hi. summer, I would you wear a it. toque. Yeah, Oof. I was I was hiding the part of my body that I didn't like. Yeah, and that was so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish that earlier I had either just started shaving my head and gone whole hog like I'm doing now, or that I had just taken the hat off and been like, you know what, fuck all of you. This is what I look like.
0: Yes. More people should do that. Yeah. And if
1: if I had done that, probably a lot more confidence would have shone through. Yeah. And that's that's the attraction right there. Really, confidence. Confidence if not, is everything. If not everything, it's most of it.
0: Most of it. Exactly. Because I've seen... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I've seen some people where I'm like, oh, that outfit is not flattering, but this person is having so much fun in that outfit. Yeah. And they're exuding such happiness and confidence that... It doesn't matter if, if typically speaking, I don't think it's flattering.
1: Exactly.
0: I wouldn't think it would be flattering on someone who was obviously uncomfortable in it. But if you're comfortable in it and you're happy with what you got and you're rocking it, like, you're going to be an awesome person. Yeah. And I think so much of me is, is like, sometimes I just put myself in these outfits. So and I'm like, I am just, oh, I don't feel comfortable. And I'm making myself wear it. And it's just like, I gotta stop doing that. Honestly. Like that, like it's, it's like, like just wear whatever I want. Loose, yeah. more loose clothing maybe.
1: And <laughs> like, I know that certain like clothes of mine fit me better than other clothes. Yeah. Like, there's one shirt I have that I know fits me so well. Like I've worn that shirt a lot and every time I wear it, someone's just like, dude,
0: <laughs> you're looking good. Yeah, that
1: shirt is amazing on you. Like, it, it hugs yeah. all the right parts, you there know? You go. And then there's other shirts I have, like, probably the one I'm wearing right now, it's just like, it's a t-shirt, you know? Yeah. It, it, it hangs off you. It doesn't show yeah. anything off. But if you feel comfortable in the t-shirt, mm-hmm. then there's no reason why someone can't find you as sexy as if you're wearing the sexy shirt.
0: It's so true. And uh, honest to God, a lot of the times that I'm put the most effort into my outfit, I don't get a single fucking compliment. It's the days that I don't, and I'm just like, I just throw something on, (laughs) that I get compliments. Again, it's going back to that whole, like...
1: The paradox. Yeah,
0: that whole, like, (laughs) trying too hard is not
1: cute. And the essentially thing, Is what it is The thing with uh, When I Stasins. play I play a bad show and oh, I get yeah. the most compliments I know It's it's weird People are very fucking weird People
0: are fucked People are fucked that just That's the title That's Of the, the episode day. Right there <laughs> People are fucked People are fucked But it's true they are But they, this was uh, We'll wrap it up But Alright This was This was This was very great
1: No, oh, I'm glad you think so Thanks
0: so much For coming on And like talking about Something that like Not a lot of people Necessarily want to talk
1: about Nah man Honestly <laughs> I, This is something Something that I think I needed to talk about.
0: Aww. that's okay. Well, again, he has an empty glass, but I'm going to cheers him <laughs> I'm anyway. A, I'm a
1: much faster drinker than you. I've gone through Jeez. two in the time it's taking you to finish one. I know,
0: but this is so—it's delicious. It but is it delicious. Is You're strong. savoring it. Yeah, I'm savoring it. It's really good. Yeah. But plug your shit, Jay. So, all right. Um, so you play every Saturday uh, during Nice.
1: Usually every Saturday, we do have uh, some days off in the coming months, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, yeah, for the most part, we play Saturdays from 4 to 7 at Dirty Nelly's. That's on Argyle Street in Halifax. Uh, it's a, I hear it's a great show. I've never watched it, so I, I can't really <laughs> You've speak never been for out
0: of your body and Exca- watching yourself exactly.
1: perform? <laughs> I haven't had an out-of-body experience during a show, so yes. I can't speak for it. Uh, I also work at the Keith's Brewery, Mm -hmm. and even when I'm not working, the brewery tours are wonderful. You get a taste of Halifax history. You get live music and wonderful performances from all of the uh, tour guides there. And also you get like 30 ounces of beer on the tour.
0: Fucking fantastic. It's
1: fantastic. It's a wonderful tour. I've heard multiple times from many people that it's the best brewery tour they've ever been on. Oh, great. Again, I've only been on it myself a few times. So I can't really speak for it, but uh, it is a great tour. What a fun job. It's a great job, yeah. I've, I've been doing it for three and a half years now. Probably this is going to be my last year doing it because uh, a job like that does have an extra. Everyone needs date. a change
0: eventually, but exactly. man, like to do that and then do music, like
1: yeah, basically, you got a uh, fun job. I do music for every aspect of my income, which is a very wonderful feeling.
0: Hell yeah, doing like to find something that you love and are good at, and to like use that to get money exactly <laughs> i said that weird
1: I to mean, use I, that to get money i mean i i hate <laughs> capitalism for what it is but at least yeah. i'm using it to my advantage there
0: you go and getting paid to do what you love and you're good at it go check out the show I'm. Mean, it's, it's it's really good and during is a good place like i said if you're not from it halifax is. and you want to come like it's it's you can't go wrong with it
1: exactly it's the it's authentic right irish pub
0: authentic and irish yes but again Thanks so much for being on. This was this was excellent. And uh, probably, like I said, the first of an ongoing series that we're going to do. Going to get a lot of different perspectives on this. It was Thank great. Thank you
1: very much for awesome. having me. I was so happy to be Yay. here.
0: Yay! In and my house. In your house. <laughs> in
1: my apartment. <laughs> I'm going to go
0: watch Game of Thrones. Oh, that's what
1: Kat's going to do. <laughs>
0: yes! <laughs> but anyways, guys, this was great. And remember, ring that bell.